Welcome to the Level Up Podcast, brought to you by Century 21, the Harrelson Group, featuring masterminds with real estate leaders, coaches, and influencers, plus eye-opening strategy sessions with up-and-coming agents. You'll learn exactly how to go from agent to entrepreneur. And now, let's get to the latest episode of Level Up. Hey, welcome back to the Level Up Podcast, where you learn how to go from agent to entrepreneur. It's Matt Johnson here. I just wanted to introduce a very special episode. Uh, this is a high-level kind of mastermind-type conversation between Greg and Jeff Cohn on Jeff's show, The Team Building Podcast. So I know you're in for a treat getting these guys uh, together uh, kind of on the podcast. Uh, anytime we can do that is an unbelievable opportunity to have two very high-level strategic thinkers all on one episode. So I know you're going to love it. And without further ado, here's Greg and Jeff. Hello, Jeff Cohn here, and I am so excited to have a great friend of mine and Mr. Greg Harrelson. Greg, welcome to our show today. Thank you, man. I, it's been a long time since we've been seeing each other face to face, belly to belly. So I'm glad I think to be here. Last time we were fishing for Reds in Charleston, and we were just talking off air. I think we need to be on a boat here in a couple <laughs> weeks from now at uh, the Boomtown Unite conference, and maybe go fish for some more Reds. Yeah, and the key, the key is we were fishing because we weren't catching. I don't know that we caught anything. <laughs> we had a great day. That's what's so fun about fishing. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, the first time, well, let, let me first brag about Greg, and then I'll share with everyone the first time I ever saw Greg. So Greg is the number seven brokerage in all of Century 21 across the country. He has one of the top teams in the entire country. And Greg always in my world was known for his audacity, tenacity, and desire to prospect. Uh, he would bring his agents in and he would be right next to them, belly to belly, making phone calls from seven in the morning till 10 in the morning, every day, Monday through Friday. And the first time I think I saw you, Greg, uh, we both are friends with Frank Klesitz, owner of Fiber Marketing. Yeah. And viral at the time was going out to people's offices. Instead of talking about it, viral wanted to be about it. And so they'd send their video crew and they'd shoot a video. And Frank's like, get a load of this guy in Myrtle Beach. And he pulls up this video and it's a call center. And I'm like, these are realtors or calls like, you know, callers. He's like, well, both. This is Greg's crew. And you, there you are. And he like had a whole call and script and dialogue with you. And it was just so impressive because there's so many people in the industry that are considered influencers that don't do it. And I know you and I have stepped away from a lot of the activities that are day to day to, you know, provide oversight and leverage. But it was so neat to see you in the trenches with your people and to see the kind of respect you have earned in your world. I salute you. And uh, really impressed by all yeah. of that. It motivated me and jacked me up. So thank yeah. you for being you and thank you for being willing to be uh, put it out there and be authentic. Yeah, you know, I, I appreciate that acknowledgement. And um, and I'm pretty proud of, you know, of the uh, the way that I built things. I, you know, I try to lead by example instead of just lead by voice. And uh, and so that that's that's why I built. I really built all that to hold me accountable to doing the things that I needed to do in order to be a top producing real estate agent. And then it just, uh, you know, it, it just by by chance, it just kind of be, then became a business model. And then the rest is history. So I'm sure you've had people rumor about you and your organization the same way I've had people rumor about me and my organization. And that is that we're only successful because we're glorified telemarketers. And I always laugh. And I say that is such a compliment because people are pretty much saying we're only successful because we make our primary effort, our one thing, prospecting. And it's always been my belief that 80% of an active agent whose job is selling real estate, their job should be prospecting for leads because the servicing part's easy and leverageable. But the prospecting part is not as easy and is not as leverageable. Could you speak to your belief around that a little bit? 
Yeah, well, first of all, I, I agree with what you just said. And, and yes, there's a lot of people out there that um, that want to, you know, kind of say, hey, they're only this because, you know, they just they're they're like telemarketers. But the reality is, is that we're, we're communicators. And I, I would say that that one of the, the keys to our success is not the fact that we picked up the phone and just said hello to somebody. It was we figured out the and and we practiced the the actual dialogue and ways of communicating where when we did talk to people we were able to identify whether there was opportunity to, and and we were able to then communicate the value that we could bring and how we could solve their problems and so once we had the confidence of knowing that we actually have a value to bring to consumer then it was easy then at that point it's like well it's our duty to serve the consumer by having a lot of conversations i don't think a lot of people would would describe it that way. They would describe it as, oh my gosh, they're just out there trying to call people and trying to get listings and they'll do whatever it takes. It, it's not that much like that because if you talk to the people that we serve, they're, here's what they're saying in our list appointments. They're like, wow, I, I've never had an agent explain it to me that way. That's why we're winning the business. And when you have those skill sets, why not? Offer them to as many people as you can within your community. That's my take on it. When you have something that's unique and special, you then have the desire to share it. Obviously, this is our livelihood and we get compensated for our time yeah. and value based on a commission check. But we have the, the big desire and what really is deep down in our hearts is helping people and helping yeah. them. I always tell my clients, save time and money, uh, make more money and less time with less energy. And that's the same goal with our agents. And I know that you're a servant leader, um, yeah. that you, you know, your goal is to help the people in your world become just like you. And that's, Absolutely. Always, that's always been my mantra as well. Yeah. Um, really quick, I want to recap for our audience members that missed out on the team building summit. Uh, it ended up being an incredible event. Greg actually was one of our keynote speakers a few years back, and we want to get you back to the summit in Omaha, Nebraska next summer, and possibly Greg. Um, 2022, we already will be selling tickets here in the next week or so. Just go out to the teambuildingsummit.com. But for those that missed the summit, you also can sign up for our coaching product, which includes all of our past special events. So you'll get access to all of our previous summits, as well as, of course, our coaching products. So for more information about that, just go out to EliteRealEstateSystems.com. And then we also host uh, workshops every other month in Omaha. Uh, Greg, for you coming on being a guest, of course, you're welcome to come back to any of our workshops free of charge in Omaha. But we have one coming up in September. There's going to be a huge following. I think we have about 50 people that are going to attend in September. So if you guys don't have plans this fall, uh, make the workshop in Omaha a priority. I promise it's going to change your business, change your life. And that's what it's all about. So for more information about upcoming events, again, just go to EliteRealEstateSystems.com and click on events. So where I'd like to go in the conversation, uh, obviously, we can all, if you're watching, um, Greg has a really cool background. It's real brick wall, painted white, and then he has his big R, and then he's wearing his t-shirt. And so before we jumped on air, I didn't know everything he had going, but he's done a really neat thing for the industry and kind of getting away from the traditional coaching model, which is exactly what Elite Real Estate Systems did in 2017, because we didn't believe people needed that one-on-one -on -one guidance any longer. They didn't, certainly didn't want it. They just wanted the knowledge, and then they would figure out a way to do it. That's the entrepreneurial spirit. So if you don't mind, talk a little bit with our audience members about the school that you've developed and what's unique about that versus a lot of the other coaching organizations in the country. And then, of course, how can somebody go find that information right now? Yeah. So, you know, I just, I, you know, I, I constantly have these ideas in my mind and these visions as to, okay, where, where, where's this industry going? 
you know, I think as I put my real estate agent hat on and I say, where's the industry going? What, how do, what do I need to do to make sure that I'm ahead of the curve, that I'm, 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 in the location that I need to be, uh, knowing that consumers are going to be heading in that direction. And then if I put my, you know, mentor hat on my, you know, my, my owner hat, my coaching hat on, I do the same thing. And, you know, I just have this vision or some people may say it's a hallucination, but I have this vision that, um, that people are, we, we all know people are consuming content differently than they used to. That's not a Greg Harrelson vision. That's just, we know that. I mean, just look at kids on YouTube versus kids on television. They're on yep. YouTube way more than, than, than television. That's a, My that's kid a shift. watches people play video games versus play video games. That's a, that's a shift in the way somebody consumes. It's so easy for us to look at children and see all these examples. But the reality is we're doing it differently also. We're consuming Netflix and Hulu and and Disney Plus and all these other things where we used to DVR things, right? Or before we DVR'd, we used to actually just plan to be at a certain place at a certain time to watch that show. Things are with our VHS tape. Yeah. So what's happening is we're, if you think about it, in both scenarios, me and you watching Netflix. Now I know you're a big Bachelor fan. I know. Oh, I, I don't know if you still are, but I like I, I hate to say that. I hate to say that because people, all your friends that know you as this macho guy, are probably like, "Damn, he likes Bachelor." But I'm going to say. I'm a Bachelor fan too. So you and I kind of had that in common. Hate to admit it, it's my wife's fault, but we did watch it. That's so hilarious. The, the key is Jeff is if you look at it. In both scenarios, me and you and our children are all watching what they want exactly when they want to. So showing up for a one-on-one coaching call every Tuesday at 8 o'clock is not as convenient to real estate agents as getting coaching content when they have time to slip it into their schedule. 30 minutes here, 20 minutes there. So on demand, I see as being a, a, a trend in the future. The other thing is, is when you like a, an example of one-on-one coaching versus what I'm going to call micro coaching, an example of one-on-one coaching would be you hire one coach and they teach you for 12 months. They teach you all these things based on what they identify about you. And some of the things they identify about you that they need to teach you on, they may not be the specialist in that category. Like you can find coaches that are unbelievable at expires or unbelievable at uh, farming or maybe FISBOs or COI, but you don't see a lot of coaches that are like the top of the game in all of those. Right. Well, yeah, could you be? Yeah, I don't know how you could be, but when you sign up for a one-on-one coaching uh, and you get that coach, you're basically kind of like locked in for a period of time with that bit of knowledge. And I think what's happening in the industry, we're all wanting to, oh my gosh, the market has shifted. I need to learn how to do price reductions right now. Boom. Let me sign up for a course on price reductions. You know, seventy nine dollars. It's it's eight videos. It's a deep dive. I'm done. I can watch it over and over and over again. I see that as being the trend of the future for the consumption of real estate content. So what I've done is I've created a website. I've had this website for 12, 13 years called real estate sales solutions dot com. The difference is. I, I used to just blog on it and things like that for free. Now uh, I, I'm working with collaborators as well as creating myself. Some 
small courses yep. on specific topics, and it's a la carte. People can actually it. make a payment, $199, get my handling objections course. And my handling objections video, it's like 20 something videos where I am literally on with three other agents in my office, all 100 plus deal producers. And we're going through the most common objections and we're and all four of us are handling the objections without the scripts in, in our hands. Mm -hmm. And then after all four of us handle the objections, we then explain why we said what we said when we said it and the impact that we anticipated by saying it. And we do that on over 20 something videos, breaking it down. Yep. Like you're, you just can't get that kind of coaching uh, just on that specific subject with sure. those coaches. You just can't. And get I think you make a great point. I think this is the future and it's exactly what Elite Real Estate Systems is working on creating as well. Uh, we're doing it a little bit different way. Um, if somebody is interested in a one-off topic and they don't have it at Real Estate Sales Solutions, go out and make a recommendation of what courses they could create. I know I'd like to do some course creating with you, Greg. And that's what's yeah. so cool is I think that the industry today, nobody wants to have one religion, if you will, because that one religion only teaches one belief set set that might not work in your market, or it might be something you're not interested in doing. Some people might have already been turned off to our conversation earlier about cold calling, because all their business is coming from Zillow, or because all their business is coming from a billboard. And it's not our job as coaches, in my opinion, or leaders to tell someone what they have to do. It's our solution. It's our job to create a solution for them to make the most money in the least amount of time with the least amount of energy. And what's yes. so cool about real estate sales solutions is people can pick and choose a la carte, which training makes the most sense for them. They can obtain that information and consume that information when they want to. And then of course they can share that with their team. So I think that's yes. awesome. I want to say one other thing, if I can. And the key is, Jeff, is 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 finding specialists on different subjects. There's a guy named Brandon uh, Bardic. Um, he's in Denver, Colorado, and he has a little course called List and Mastery. It's like ninety nine dollars. And I this is it's a great listing mastery course. Right. And I, I invited him and he put his his information and sells his courses on real estate sales solutions. So to me, it's like, hey, there's people out there. It's not all about, oh, Greg Harrelson content. No, it's right. about finding collaborators who are specialists in certain, um, you know, types of coaching and bringing all that into one marketplace. So somebody can come there and they can get what they want. I love it. I think that's awesome. Um, I want to speak quickly to anyone that's new to the team building podcast that hasn't heard about Elite Real Estate Systems Coaching Solution. It's interesting because we are aligned in a lot of ways in the sense that we knew that the traditional agent, team leader, um, entrepreneur didn't want to have to show up at a guaranteed time. Now, we do offer coaching that is at an exact specific time if individuals want to participate. And they do so in a very similar manner as this interview is taking place, and that's through a Zoom link. So all the agents and agent training, all the team leaders and team leader training, um, they all can participate live and in person, but all of the episodes are recorded. And so someone can go in and they can search a database uh, based on the topics that were discussed on that specific training and go find that information and hit play. Now, unlike yours, you can't go buy topics a la carte. It's $500 a month with a 50% off discount, and we are running a promo right now for the next three months. So again, if someone wants more information about our team leader coaching, 
our agent coaching. We just also added investor coaching. Go out to EliteRealEstateSystems.com. But I do want to challenge anyone that's listening today that's thinking about offering some type of a coaching solution. Be sure that people have that option of not having to participate in a one-on-one every week, but they might be able to just go pay for access to a team meeting that's recorded. They could attend live possibly, but then go to the recording afterwards. I think that that is the wave of the future when it comes to coaching. Yeah, I do too. And and, and listen, I, I'm a I'm a big proponent of all forms of coaching, right? And I, I just see that this is an underserved segment of the market that there's demand. And so that's, you know, that's my thought. Yeah, no, 100%. You know, I was, I was talking about this from stage last week at the team building summit. A lot of people think realtors are killing it right now. And what I've seen is it's the exact opposite. Most agents are really struggling because a lot of agents that I know, they didn't have a huge sphere of influence. A lot of their business yeah. was coming systematically from Google ads or Zillow, some type of paid lead source that generated buyer leads. Well, right now is probably one of the worst times in history to represent buyers because there's very little inventory and you have so much demand and so much competition on each listing, you're working probably a hundred times more than you used to have to work on a buyer lead uh, because of the market that we're in. And so I think going to a class like what you guys offer and learning how to get those listings, that's where it's at right now. Going after your sphere, learning how to create an SOI to be able to generate listing leads because buyer leads are so hard. Yeah. And don't forget after, don't, don't forget to go ask the buyers that you just sold last year. Don't forget to ask them if they want to sell. Cause some of them will actually list right now because they've got an opportunity to make an extra 30, $50,000 and they can upgrade at no cost, you know? Um, so don't go after those past clients, even if they were just 12 months ago. I love it. Um, one other thing I wanted to make sure we discussed today was how real estate brokerages over the next 10 years are going to survive. And mm-hmm. I have a strong belief that it'll be by creating these additional streams of income like a coaching company that could be attached to the brokerage. Of course, I'm a big believer and speaker on mortgage companies and title companies, insurance companies, real estate investing, digital marketing services. Um, it really, the list can go on and on in terms of how a broker wants to stay alive and stay relevant over the next 10 years. I see a lot of brokerages popping up and you're probably seeing this more in your than I am than mine with flat rate brokerage fees. Um, you know, only charging agents a couple hundred dollars a transaction, not having franchise fees, capping at 10,000 or 5,000. How do you believe as you're the number seven broker in all of Century 21, what are you guys doing today? And what do you believe will have to be done in the future for brokerages to stay profitable or to be more profitable? Yeah, uh, I, I think it's a great conversation to be having. And so, you know, profitability and staying relevant, it, this is all a value conversation. Like another way to format the question is, you know, how, how do you remain relevant? How do you how do you continue to add value? What is the value of a brokerage? Yep. And I, I think that the obvious is just so overlooked. If you want to know what values, what what agents value, follow the money. If you want to know what agents value, just follow their money. Meaning, what do agents spend money on? Agents spend money on coaching. So if a brokerage wants to remain relevant, they better have a coaching company. They better be a coaching company. The agents better see them as one of their values being coaching so then they don't have to go and independently spend with a third party. What? Where else is the money going? The money's going to leads. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I said, let's keep going through the list. I love that. Yeah. I'd never heard of that before. Yeah. So coaching. 
yeah. probably in order of cost coaching. Yeah, lead leads. Generation. Just follow the money. Where are they? They're paying Zillow or they're paying Realtor.com or they're paying OpCity. So if they're going to pay that much money to lead sources, then leads must be a value. So then the real estate company must have a lead arm to it. Yeah, I, I don't understand how often you'll see a traditional broker not generate leads, but they're okay with Zillow charging a 35% or 40% referral fee. I know other CRMs like Boomtown are doing that. Cardis, Serva, NEI, all the reload companies have been doing this for years. Why is the real estate broker not doing it? I think the answer is because they don't know how to generate leads. Yeah, well, that is the answer. That Yeah, that is the answer. They don't know how. There's a, there's a how to, I don't know how to coach. Maybe yep. they're maybe they were never really a top producer. Maybe they never really they were just more of a great manager. And now all of a sudden management is less desired and um and coaching is. And yep. now they don't know exactly like how do you how do you, how do you gain coaching experience when you've never really done it, right? You you, you know, there's issues there. Yep. So but back to following money. Yeah. Coaching, lead generation. Uh, marketing services. Branding okay. services, marketing, whether it be so like we have a graphic designer on staff. And so an agent comes and says, oh, I think I'm going to start sending this out to my my buyers after I get a new buyer lead. And I looked at it and it's a Word document and it's great information. I said, can you send that over to the marketing department? They'll personally create some branding around that. Give it back to you. I like they it. wouldn't have done that. That's an expense sure. that they would have to do in, in, in creating that. And custom then, content. Because a lot of the big box yes. shops out of Century 21 has yep. to have some type of a marketing portal where people can go get their business cards and shirts and, you know, their signs and all of that kind of stuff. But that's not what you're talking about. You're talking about a custom in-house um, marketing department that can help people generate content. Yes. It exactly. might even go into the social media realm. Could be that's video cool. editing. There you, go. It, it, you know, it could be a video. I mean, I'm in my video room. There's video. A sec- I got a second video room right there that agents go in and create their own videos. Yep. You know, create their own podcast episodes. So I love it. Digital uh, marketing services. We do 6D renders, 3D renders. People can use virtual reality tech, all sorts of fun stuff. All right. So what else? Transaction management. In, in, yeah. In, in the form of listing uh, coordinators, closing coordinators, or even um, just miscellaneous uh, services that a virtual assistant can do and having virtual assistants readily available to take on those tasks. See, these are, this is where money's going. So I just named four things. Yep. So I believe the future of successful brokerages will be a conglomerate of four companies that all fall under the umbrella of brokerage. They're a coaching company, they're a lead company, they're a, a, a marketing company, and they're a lead ma- uh, a contract management company. And I think those things, see, those things, for, those four things that have to exist in every real estate agent's life. The problem is, is the real estate agents have to go outside of their brokerage to get assistance for those four areas. Right. Brokerages need to bring that in-house. Amen. you're preaching to the choir. It's exactly what I believe with KW Elite. I came from a team-centric model inside of the Berkshire Hathaway model, uh, and now we became a brokerage. We're running our brokerage shop, and I know you and I align on all of those things. And so if you're a broker listening, I know you know that this is already a dysfunction, and I know you're probably already having discussions about how to solve this challenge, Um, and it's not easy. You have to join coaching. You have to read. You have to mastermind. You have to go network with other people that are doing it. And so one of the things and reasons why we went to Keller Williams 
Williams was because we had the desire of doing all the things you just said, Greg, inside the KW Elite in all brokerages in and outside of Keller Williams. So we are bringing our model into a brokerage, for example, in St. Louis, and we're offering them lead gen, lead conversion, yeah. systems, technology, yeah. all of the things that's gonna save the brokerage. So if you're someone out there with a big mind and a big vision, and you wanna bring a lot of value to brokerages across the country, I think you find a business model like what Greg just shared, because that's what agents are looking for. And for whatever reason, I don't understand why brokerages have not been offering the services they should have been offering offering to help the agents be the best, to help the consumer have the best experience and to help keep those margins inside the brokerage. Yeah. Yeah. We, we want to be the engine, you know, for them. And then, and that just allows them to run their business how they want to, as big as they want to, and just keep all that stuff off of them. Keep all that stuff off of them. That's awesome. I love it. All right. So in closing, uh, favorite book that you're reading now or have read in the past that you think was really influential for your growth? Yes, I will say, you know, you, you say read. I mean, I, gosh, I don't <laughs> listen. know that I, I, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Listen, listen, listen. What was the one I just did? Gosh, darn it. I was just, I just finished one. It was about this guy on, it was an ultra marathon and I'm trying to ultra marathon runner. That was just, it David Goggins? Can't hurt me. No, no. It was Rolls, Rob Rolls or something like okay. that. Rolls. Okay. And um, I'm sorry, I don't remember. We'll but I just, it in the show notes. We'll throw it in there. No big deal. Yes. And I'll, I'll text it to you. Okay, um, what was it about? You know, it was a guy that um, he was an Olympian swimmer. And then after he's, he went swimming, uh, after that career was over, he just became an alcoholic and just self, you know, destructive. And then, um, and then, you know, he went through all the breakdowns that you could possibly go through. And then he just went through reflection of, you know, of what he really wanted in life. And, and if through, you know, a few turns and twists here and there, he gets back into um, Ironmans and ultra marathons and then does some like amazing races and created some like broke some some records, but just all the the failure, the hurt, the disappointment that he went through to somehow find himself and then become the best version. Like his best version was after all the BS. He he, he didn't have his best. He had a great version as an, an Olympian, and that but that wasn't his best version. And he found the best version of self through adversity. Hmm. And I, I just like, you know, I'm, I'm, I just, I don't know. It just, it resonated with me very well at this yeah. time. Still, but steel bends steel pain is the pain zones where you grow growth zone, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. What are some uh, habits right now, Greg, for you uh, that you're implementing in your life? And I know you're now in, um, you're going from growth phase, I think, to finding, um, what's it? What is that? There's another book out there. Someone just said, from prop, I think it's called profit to purpose. Hmm. And so you go, I think there's this phase in our real estate careers, you get into the business, you have hockey stick growth, you make the money, you then start to realize it's not about the money, it's about serving people. Mm -hmm. So you start serving mm -hmm. people and you're in the trenches next to them. And then you realize to serve even more people, you probably shouldn't be on the floor in the trenches, you're going to have to build something bigger and now go virtual. And then along the way, you're trying to save your marriage and have a relationship with your kids and be a, you know, a good uncle. 
and all these other things. Um, you have a couple more years on me. I turned 40 this year. Um, I think you're turned 40. 40. I'm 51, man. I'm 51. Hey, I, I appreciate you saying a couple years. That was kind couple of years. That's 10 years is not much. <laughs> for all of those listening, I think a big value for me jumping into podcasts 10 years ago and listening to thousands of podcast episodes was getting to watch myself. And I've always seen you as someone that I felt like I could be like when I grew up. I'd watch you talk. I'd watch. We, we aligned on a lot of things. Yes, we did. So you get to help me jump 10 years into the future by the sharing with me different things. So our audience is no different. So what would be something you would say as you get to the level you're at now? Um, where are you spending your time? Where are your habits going? How, you know, how are you finding purpose from day to day and staying motivated to keep taking over the world? Yeah, I, I would say so. You know, in the past, let me say my past, you know, I, I you're stimulating thoughts here. So I haven't thought about this question. Yeah. Um, but the first thing that comes to my mind is like, you know, I was really committed to being an example of what it would like to be a top producing real estate agent. For those that might be looking at me, I was very committed to being a, an authentic example, meaning like if if I say it, it's because I'm doing it and I never deviated from that. And I still do. I'm still that way. But but the example I was setting, or at least in my mind attempting to set, was how to be a top real estate agent. I, I think what's shifted with me over the, the last few years, I don't know if it's five years or two years, is now I'm, I, I'm, I'm stepping into the zone of wanting to be an example of living a, a life worth living. That 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 is not really um, boxed into. Okay, this is how you make a lot of money. It's like because what I'm learning, and and I look back at some of the things that I've done right. After sifting through the things that I've done wrong, I see a few things I did right, and I never really made it about the money. I haven't had a monetary goal in probably ten years. There's no one in my in my life that would actually be able to state. That well, Greg said he his goal was X amount of dollars. I I do not do that. I say my goal is X amount of families served. I'd like to serve four thousand families. Now I understand that if we serve four thousand families, four thousand closed transactions this year, I understand it's a like a sum of money that's bigger than if it's three thousand. I just take the attention on serving the people, and the money will take care of itself. Money is the result. Yes, but what I. What I really found is that some of my biggest years in growth is when financially, biggest years in financial growth or production growth were the years that I actually grew personally. It was the year that I failed to climb eight, at 18,000 feet in Mexico, but then went the next year to Kilimanjaro and summited at 19,000. It was the year that I failed at 18, succeeded at 19, that I seemed to grow in business. It was the year that I like enjoyed my business the most when I did my first Ironman. It, it, it seems like, like, the my growth followed peace and joy my growth financially followed peace and joy and and other ways i could describe it so Your growth followed pain yeah i guess well it was the, it was the pain in trying to get to do the iron man and it was the pain of doing the iron man and it was crossing the the line saying i just finished my first Ironman. And I'm like, I got tears in my eyes. Like that was the reason I did all of that just to cry with happiness at the damn finish line. And then who I became and who I, and how I shared and how I mentored and how I led changed. 
And, and that's what, that's what's shifting right now is, you know, I'm focusing on, man, I got to get up and I got to run an hour and a half today because I got to get ready for the Ironman that's coming in September because people are watching and people are signing up for 5Ks that can barely run 50 yards because I'm running an Ironman. People are signing up for an Ironman that shouldn't be signing up for an Ironman. True story. I ran with him this morning, but he's going to start that Ironman because of what he's witnessing. And, and so my focus is to be an example of things like that. And I find it's easier to help an agent grow their business when they've got something personal that they're actually striving for. It's so much easier to get them to sell a hundred homes when they've got something outside of real estate to strive for. That's where my focus is on them. No, and I appreciate, I appreciate you allowing me to share that. I appreciate no, I'm glad you shared that. it. And it was, I could tell you're authentic and you're the way you shared yeah. it. And I think what you said, you nailed it. And everyone has their own Ironman. Um, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Get behind. It might be a, a Kilimanjaro. Yeah. Um, it might be a battle with a child that, you know, has some type of um, heart, heart, heart problem. I mean, everybody's got a different thing. And I love your point because I've said this a lot mm. from a leadership standpoint. People aren't going to get behind a leader that wants to use the money to go buy a sports car or <laughs> that wants to generate money to go buy more things. Um, it's always bigger than that. And the people that we lead aren't generating income to do those things either. Everyone has different reasons why they're sacrificing. And I think it's important to know the only way to grow is to go and have pain. And it's interesting. It doesn't just have to be pain in your business. What you've said, just to recap for the audience members that I think is so valuable is it was going outside of your business because in the business, that's your jam. Like that's what you're great at, but we don't know what we're not great at. We don't know where our pitfalls are. And so by going out and finding your pain zone outside of business and finding yourself and stretching yourself, you become a better leader and you come back with a new perspective. You're a new change person and now you can take your people further and you've done an amazing job at doing that greg thank you yeah, so yeah. much